Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear Today, barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Every lumber region has its lore. Thrilling tales of adventure are told in camp wherever the logger has entered the wilderness. The lumberjack is an imaginative being, and a story l- losses? Loses? Sure. Loses none of its interest as it is carried and repeated from one camp to another. How you doing, Zach? I'm doing all right. Fantastic. We briefly touched on this book back when we discussed the Slide Rock Bolter. Bulk, rock bold, slide Bolt? Bolter Rock bold, Slider? Bold Slock Rider. <laughs> that is, that, that, now it sounds like a creature from space. Yeah. It sounds like a, or a starship of some kind. But anyways, when we discussed the Slide Rock Bolter, we uh, dove into the book uh, Fearsome Critters of the Lumberwoods by William T. Cox. Now, the introduction that I was just reading to you was the introduction from that book um, by uh, W.M. T. Cox. Now, the reason why we're approaching this, well, I'll finish the intro just to give everybody who are not quite familiar with Fearsome Critters, because they have come up a lot on this show. Yeah, definitely I, a handful, more than a handful of times. Yeah, I don't want to put words into your mouth. I would never do that. This show's kind of, we're a fan of Fearsome Critters. Oh, I, I'm a fan. Yeah. I believe our journey into Fearsome Critters talk stretches as far back as the episode you did on the Hodag. Yeah. Back in the I think that's uh, when I first season. discovered yeah. Fearsome Critters and the Hodag. You and me both. Yeah. And what a treat. What an And now I follow, follow the real Hodag on Instagram. It's true. It's true. Yeah. He may have liked a drawing I had made of him forever ago, which I should revisit. I haven't got to check and see how those drawing prompts are going for the Hodag Drawing Club. Yeah, get after it. Bust, uh, bust out some more hodeg drawings. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is uh, when I um, when I continue this introduction, this I that I'm talking about is not myself, not Nick. I haven't written this book or seen any fearsome critters yet. It's about Mr. Cox. Uh, stories which I know to have originated on the Penobscot and the Kanibi, I don't know if those are pronounced right, are told somewhat strengthened and improved in the Redwood camps of Humboldt Bay. Yarns originating among the river drivers of the Ottawa the St. Croix and the Upper Mississippi are respun to groups of listening loggers on Vancouver Island. The point is, these stories spread. Mm-hmm. But every lumber district has its own particular tales. Some have their songs also, and nearly all have mysterious stories or vague rumors of dreadful beasts with which to regale newcomers and frighten people unfamiliar with the woods. You know the deep dive I have not gone down? Through some critter songs? Oh, Yeah. Right? That needs to be a thing. I agree. Much has been written concerning the lumberjack and his life. Some of his songs, rough but full of the sentiment of his exciting vocation, have been commemorated, but as so far as I know, very few of the strange creatures of his imagination have ever been described by the naturalist or sketched by the artist. The lumber regions are contracting. Stretches of forest that once seemed boundless are all but gone, and many a stream is quiet that once ran full of logs and echoed to the song of the river driver. Some say that the old type of logger himself is becoming extinct. It is my purpose in this little book to preserve at least a description and sketch of some of the interesting animals which he has originated. Um, This book was published, I believe, in 1910, and in the spirit of Mr. Cox's you know, desire in writing this book, we are going to also spread the stories of the fearsome critters tonight. Good. All right. So as I bri- briefly described to you, I have a bag here, a very special bag mm-hmm. full of monsters and critters and creatures. Mayhem. There is many mayhemic. Sure, that's an adjective. 
It is now. It is Mayhemic Monsters. Oh, I do like that. In this bag. Um, 18 to be exact. Tonight, I believe we are going to read from this book and discuss four of these creatures. After describing these creatures, are they going to get engaged in Mortal Kombat afterwards? I don't know. We'll see. But the point is, we're going to read a few stories from this book. But neither you nor I know which stories we will be reading tonight. All right. So I'm going to hand you this bag and just ask you to pick out four pieces of paper with the numbers in which these stories are located. You want me to just go ahead and pull four now? Or we can go one by one or either way. But your, yeah, your call. I mean, we need four, so yeah, go for four. Yeah, do it, right. sure. Okay. All right. They're just numbers to you, and they're just numbers to me. So which, um, and actually, you know what? Hang on to those. Okay. So I really don't know what's coming at me. You read me a number, and then I will go to that page, and we will read that story of that cool. creature. Well, I don't know what this one is. But. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> That's, there you go. Hey, hey. I know what I know what three out of the four are. And All right, which one don't you? Well, maybe we'll save that to the last, the one that we don't know. I got a good idea. Okay. It could just be two different ones, I think. Okay, well, I is it? it is I think should, I got a better idea. Should I? Should I? Um, how long? How many pages is this book? This book is, um, the last chapter is on, the last story is on page 47. Cool. I know what it is then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, which one of those numbers would you like to read? We got number 39 first. Number 39. So what is that creature? Who's that creature? All right. I wonder. Never mind. Now I'm just being too, too innovative. Okay. Well, I was gonna. What if I read the story and you guess what the monster's name is with no idea, and then I can tell I you. I would not guess. It. <laughs> no, you know you wouldn't be right. <laughs> yeah, no. I just wonder what nonsensical name you come up for that creature. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to know what his name is? Yes. Okay. The Snow Wasset. Okay. Um, I can read you the uh, fake Latin if you'd yes, like me. Please. To, would you like me to try to do that? Yeah. Okay. Is it just pig Latin. Uh, Mustily no dopsis. Wow. <laughs> oh no. Subitivorax. Okay. Well, that sounds more legit than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, right. Mustalinops. Yeah, I guess that is close enough. On the north... You know what north logging is not? No. Logern is what I was going to say. It's not a word you should say. On the most northern logging camps of Canada, we hear of the snow wasset. I don't know if we do. He does. Yeah. I do not. This is surely an animal of the boreal zone. It is a migratory animal wintering in the lumbering region between the Great Lakes and Hudson Bay and spending its summers far north in Labrador and the barren grounds. Unlike most wild creatures of the north, the wasset is said to hibernate during only the warmest weather when its hair turns green and it curls up in a cranberry marsh. Hmm. Doesn't sound like your typical creature. Sounds like it hibernates at other times. Yeah. During the summer, it has rudimentary legs, which enable it to creep slowly around and remain in the shade. Uh, as of now, I'm picturing this as some sort of Go ahead. sloth type thing. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. A green sloth-like beast. We don't slow qu- in the summertime, mm-hmm. waits for the winter. He's got his little, uh, you know, his little legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to know something totally not creepy or bizarre about his legs? Sure. All right. After the first howling snowstorm, the wasset sheds its legs. That's weird. Uh, that's not great. No. And starts south, dipping about in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it didn't say he grew new legs. It just said he lost his legs. Yeah. <laughs> his legs are gone. Yeah, so how does that make moving easier? Is he like a like a caterpillar? I, I don't know. You're can, telling me. Can you imagine if a uh, yeah? These are of course rhetorical questions. Is he? Because <laughs> <laughs> like if he's a vertebrate, uh, can you like a? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Or is he just like spread out in the snow and drag himself? Interesting. Yeah. Does he have little muscles in his body, like his abs? Does he cr- ab crunch across the snow? Does he have like arms though, or does he just lose all legs? Uh, it says it loses all of his legs, but it doesn't say how many legs he had. Is he bipedal? Ah, that's true. Because if he's bipedal, maybe he hops after he loses his legs. Um, 
or I mean, if he's bipedal and he loses his legs, he's still got like arms to pull himself in the snow. There you go. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. It looks real. Again, not still weird. Not concerning. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Not not a problem at all. Um, well, again, regardless of how he's moving, evidently he soon attains remarkable skill in this method of travel, which enables it to surprise burring grouse, crouching rabbits, and skulking varmints of many kinds. So he's like becoming like a snake in the snow, maybe? Yeah, I don't, I'm still a little confused on it. Uh, but yes, maybe he's slithering towards things. Um, good news we discussed in the slide bolt. Rocker, whatever this creature is called. <laughs> <as> fuck, <I> just, <laughs> whatever that goddamn creature is called. Um, the illustrator of this book mm-hmm. drew drawings. So at the end of the story, we'll get to see a drawing of what it actually looks like. So, right, so we can we'll see how see, wrong we are. Correct. We, correct. We'll, we, see how, we'll just keep saying things until we figure out we're yes. both idiots. We'll see how dumb our hypotheses are. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, he's surprising a bunch of creatures, little, little not fearsome critters. Um, in the snow. Wholesome Le- critters. Yeah, wholesome. Oh, wow, yes. Wholesome critters. Later in the later in the winter, uh, when food becomes scarce and more difficult to obtain, even wolves are seized from below and dragged howling and kicking into the snowdrifts. Now this thing's attacking. Okay, it's so tremors in wolves. Yeah, so it's below the snow? It's below the snow now. Okay, now I'm getting a better picture of this. Right? And it's getting way scarier. Yeah, yeah that too. I mean, there's a lot of snow outside. What now now the whole snake thing kind of makes a little bit more sense if it's moving underground. Yeah, right? Yeah. So he's got normal legs, and he's like, ah, pass. Gets yeah. rid of the legs, and sinks underneath the snow, and then yeah. burrows about. Mm-hmm. All right. According to Woodsman, the tragedies of the far north are more numerous beneath the crusted snow than above it. Yeah. Violent? Yeah. Uh, there is no telling how many creatures are pulled down and eaten by the wasset, for this animal has a voracious appetite, comparable only to that of the wolverine. Well, you want to know? Okay, we're getting some size descriptors now. Okay. Okay, so, for this animal has a voracious appetite, comparable only to that of the wolverine. But since it is four times as big and 40 times as active as a wolverine, it must eat correspondingly more. Well. Well, I don't like it at all now. That's very terrifying to me. I don't know exactly how big a wolverine is, but uh, I mean, four times the size is pretty big. Oh, do you think I said four? Well, forty. Oh, I thought you said forty times the something else. Oh, sorry. You know, yeah, forty times as a- oh as active. Sorry, that's my own fault. Correct myself, <laughs> Nick. You didn't know what you read? Ah, uh, well, it was only a minute ago. How could I remember that? Yeah. Well. No, you're right. Yeah, forty forty times as active as a wolverine. Um, I'm just reading it. I'm glad you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, four times as big. So, yeah, I mean, girthy beast. Under the snow. Under the snow. Yanking wolves down. That's no small feat. Now I'm picturing the movie. Wolves running in the woods. Maybe the wolves are chasing a person. And then as the person is being chased by the wolves, the wolves just are getting dropped. Mm -hmm. And then the person looks around. There's nothing there. And the camera zooms in his face. And then he gets yanked down. Yeah. Yoink. If it was a comic, that would be like a little bubble. Yeah. But it would be like in scary letters. Yoink. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) All right. The only specimen of this beast, there's been one specimen, interesting. The only specimen of this beast ever examined by white men was an imperfect one on James Bay, where a party of surveyors found... um, an indigenous person in a peculiar canoe, which upon examination was shown to be made from one wasset hide greatly stretched. Well, that guy knows up. He got one. Yeah, that guy's a bad He's ass. like, wasset's got nothing on me. Yeah. And there being no leg holes in the white winter pelt, it is peculiarly adapted to the making of shapely one-man canoes, which are said to be used also as sleds by, you know, the the indigenous peoples of the north. A whole battery of deadfalls are believed to be used in trapping a wasset, since it is impossible to tell in what direction the animal's body may extend. Hmm. So he's just like a nondescript... Lump under the snow? ...that devours everything. Mm-hmm. And useful pelt, it sounds like. Yeah, it does sound pretty useful. 
All right, so yeah, they're um, the dead falls. The trigger is set so that a dozen logs fall in from all sides toward the bait, pinning the animal under the snow wherever he may be. Yikes. Yikes. What? Okay. I'm going to show you that drawing in just a second. But it describes, okay, it has rudimentary legs, which enable it to creep slowly around and main, remain in the shade. That is not the description I had in my head when I saw this creature. But he is surrounded by bones, so that's nice. Cool. Of course, because it's not going to... Can you kind of get an idea? I've got to turn the iPad a little bit here. Do you see that? How many legs does he have? He's got legs all over his body, which I did not expect that. Nope. That wasn't described to me. No. I expected maybe this creature with just those legs He's below. He's got like 10 legs. He's got like 10 legs. And so like they all fall off? Yeah, they all fall off in the wintertime, I guess. And then he slithers around and like... A lot of those legs seem really useless, especially if they're just going to fall off. Right. Ah, well... Don't ask me why, but this was in like a, this is framed like a book, because it's, you know, I, it's on Google. So was this how it was printed in the book? I can't imagine that's how it was, but maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Do you get an idea, though, with this thing? Yeah. You see the bones? Yeah, I get the bones. Just laying all around there, and he's got like blood dripping down. Oh, I see him in his winter attack mode. Is that a skull face? I don't know, man. What do you think? Um, or is that just like his nose? I, I can't tell really. It do, it right. looks like a bony lion face almost. But he's got like a long neck that pops out of his twinkie body with legs all over it. He's got a body like a furry twinkie. He's <laughs> a furry twinkie body. Okay. With a head that sticks out of it. Yeah. That looks like a skull-faced lion. And then he's got... Basically legs at the front of his Twinkie body <coughs> in the shape of like a five-pointed star. And then again at the back of the Twinkie. That is not what I envisioned at all. Ten legs? Yeah, it's crazy. And I didn't expect him to, you know, any, have anything in his rear Twinkie whatsoever. Jeez, well, all right. That was the Snow Wasset, something we were joking about, and by the end, it became a horror show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see this thing. Nope. All right, well, that was one creature. What do we got next? What number we got next? Uh, page 23. Page 23. Let's let me scroll back up here, go to the table of contents. 23. Okay. All right. So, again, you want to know this creature's name? Yes. Okay. The Tote Road Shagama. Shagama? Shagama. S-H-A-G-A-M-A-W. Shagama. Ma? Shagama? Yeah. All right. Do you want to know its Latin name? Yes. By Pedister de Lucissimus. Okay. Okay. I mean, it doesn't matter because I don't speak Latin. I'm sure... I'm curious about even the, uh, I don't want to assume it's not accurate, but again, how would we know? Mm. Not a Latin doctor. No. From the Wrangley Lakes to the Allagash and across in New Brunswick, loggers tell of an animal which has puzzled many a man, even those who are not strangers in the woods. Frequently, the report is circulated that the tracks of a bear have been seen near camp. But a little later, this is denied, and moose tracks are reported instead. Little, little contested. Okay. Heated arguments among the men, sometimes resulting in fistfights, are likely to follow. You know, I saw a moose. I mean, it's a bear track, but that's it, it, a moose track. Yeah. Punch. Slap. Kick. Yeah. Drink some more. Ass Slap. Punch. Asshole. Kick. Yeah. Jerk. Want to have a drink? Yeah. Okay. Nothing else to do. Nope. I'm going to drink and I'm going to punch you again. <laughs> yeah. Except talk about those bear tracks. They're moose tracks. 
Ah, here we go again. Smash. It's rightly considered an insult to a woodsman to accuse him of not being able to distinguish the tracks of either of these animals. I mean, that's Again, basically what we just it's, said. It's, it's just, we, we know. Yeah. We know. Yeah, exactly. I've been in these woods 13 years. I've been in these woods 15 years. That's a deer. That's a moose. That's a bear. That's a duck. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the first other animal I thought about. It goes deer, moose, duck. Yeah. Um, to only a few of the old timber cruisers and rivermen is the explanation of these changing tracks known. Some people got an inside connection here. Maybe guys named Gus Demo. Gus Demo? Demo? His last name's D-E-M-O. Demo? Demo. Like that. Yeah. Gustav Demo? I'm giving sure. him his full name. It's probably, it's 1910. He's probably named Gustav. Sure, why not? Gustav Demo of Old Town, Maine, excuse me, who was hunted and trapped and logged in the Maine woods for 40 years. Well, one time, Gus once came upon what he recognized as the tracks of a moose. After following it for about 80 rods, do you know how long 80 rods is? More than 70. True. It changed abruptly into unmistakable bear tracks. Another 80 rods, and it changed to moose tracks again. It was soon observed by Mr. Demo that these changes took place precisely every quarter of a mile. Hey, do I know how long 80 rods is? A quarter of a mile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, we learned something today. I'm going to start measuring things in rods. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, 80, 80. Yeah. How many miles is one rod? Is how many? It's going 3,000 rods <laughs> an hour. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's how fast it is. Yeah. Yeah. So how many, yeah, how many rods are in one mile? Let's multiply it by 80 by 4. 320. There you go. 320 rods. Going 320 rods per mile. That's so slow. Yeah, so if I said 3,000, that's about 100 miles an hour, right? Yeah, about, yeah. Close about, enough. Yeah, we're going to go with it. Start measuring things in rods. Yep. All right. So Mr. Demo, he knew what was going We didn't know what was going on, but he noticed the change. And, of course, it happened every... A quarter of a mile, and furthermore, that whatever was making the tracks always followed a tote road or a blaze line through the woods. I'm assuming like a path, right? It's a tote road. Sure. It's a path through the woods. Okay. Coming up within sight of the animal, Gus saw that it had front feet like a bear's and hind feet like that of a moose. So this thing's walking <laughs> on its hands for a quarter mile and then switch into its back feet. Walking on its back legs. It's just going up and down, up and down. Huh. Uh, uh, yep. I can't wait to see what this drawing looks like. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up within sight of the animal, Gus saw that it again had front feet like a bear's and hind feet like those of a moose and that it was pacing carefully taking exactly a yard at a step. So not only is it looking crazy, it's very precise. Suddenly it stopped, looked all about, and swung as on a pivot, then inverting itself and walking on its front feet only. It resumed its pacing. I like that it looked around to make sure nobody was watching, like, but definitely didn't see the guy that was watching. Literally did not see the man. The one thing in the woods is paying attention to what he's doing. <laughs> nope. Mr. Dummel was only an instant in recognizing by the witness trees that the place where the animal changed was a section corner. Was that English? I think so. All right. Sounded English. Mr. Dumbo was only an instant in recognizing by the witness trees that the place where the animal changed was a section corner. Yeah, right? Corner of the woods? I mean, I don't know what it means exactly, but okay. it is English. Thank you. All right. From the fact he reasoned that the Shagamaw must have been originally a very imitative animal, which from watching surveyors, timber cruisers, and trappers patiently following lines to the woods contracted the habit itself. He figures that the Shagamaw can count only as high as 440. Therefore, it must invert itself every quarter of a mile. I mean, now we're just making weird leaps. Yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was on Team Gus until he started making up this nonsense. Well, 80 rods is approximately this many steps for a Shagamaw. And then it has to switch. So it can only count that high, probably. Yeah, it's as high as he got. What? Huh. 
I don't know if I'm a fan of Shagamaw math. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> what are you talking about? What was the last creature we talked about? Shagamaw? Besides the sh- no, Shagamaw is what we're currently talking about. What was the last creature we talked about? The Snow, snow Bolt Rider? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the Snow Bolt Rider. Only because... Ah, uh, the Snow Wasset. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Anyways, we're going to jump back to our beloved creature, but it turns out the animal we were looking at was not, in fact, a snow wasset, which makes sense why it's not completely described that way. Okay. I noticed that when we were looking at the um, um, the the, uh, the shagamaw, because I scrolled down, like, that's not a shagamaw. Okay. But this is what this snow wasset... Oh, my God! Is it worse or better? No, it's intense. It's cool. Because he's literally... Jumping out of the snow, killing a wolf. <laughs> He's got a wolf in his mouth. Okay. So everybody ignore what we said before. This is on the fly here. It's jumping out, killing a wolf. It's just biting. A, it's a limbless dog killing a wolf. It looks like a polar bear with no arms. It's just jumping out. Yeah, eating a wolf. Like a shark out of the it's water. It's a snake polar bear. It's a snake polar bear. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's way more sense. So, And I didn't really pay attention to what the other creature was called, so whenever we get to it. We have a we have a four and eighteen chance of that being another creature we talk about today. So we'll see if that's if we get a hairy Twinkie with ten legs. <laughs> Just gonna call it the hairy Twinkie. Yeah, it's a hairy Twinkie here. All right, but yeah, so that's a cooler drawing is the point. But yeah, on onto our Shagamaw again. It's got bare feet and moose feet, and it can only count as high as four forty because that's what we that's just still a very strange thing. To just assume. Why can why can this strange creature count? How do we know it can count? Yeah, we're giving it way more sentience than we know it has. Not that it's an instinct. I mean, it's smart enough to just copy um, people walking along, like you know, I guess paths in the woods to mimic it. How do we know that it counts the same way we do? We, we don't know. Man. We don't know. Gus might, I guess, because maybe he's always he follows this thing for a mile and it's like, I know all about it. <laughs> hmm. Been there, done that. All right. I wish these illustrations were, in fact, not facing this direction. But this is a tote road shagamaw, which does look horrifying. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. You don't like that? No, if I saw that walking through the woods, I'd be like, no. I mean, it's basically a bear-armed satyr. Yeah. Right? Give you a close-up. Just throw it around here. You want to describe that beautiful drawing to the loyal listeners? It's, yeah, a satyr with bear arms, and I don't really understand what the face is. I mean, it's just this weird... Troll-looking thing? Basically, yeah, scary. And the problem with, like, the bear hands is that we know how powerful those are. Yeah. That thing, that thing's scary. And a moose can truck, too. Yeah, so this imagine this fast thing coming at you. You better hope the, uh, bless you, you better hope the snow wasset takes it down before this thing gets to you. Yeah, I hope so. Fuck that guy. That's just scary. Yeah, I'm not a fan. With his little claws. He's a bare hands. He is a bare hands. Bare hands moose foot. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a hairy Twinkie. No. <laughs> not a hairy Twinkie. All right. Well, that's uh, that's two critters down. All right. All right. What's our next critter? Number three is whatever we got on page forty-one. Page forty-one. See, I thought it could have possibly been a ninety-one. Got it. Understood. That's why I asked you the page number. It's a good call. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> like, all right. Well, not that. All right. And now, would you like to know this creature's name? Yeah, yeah. The Central American Wind Tosser. Hmm. Okay. Latin name. Cephalovarians Semperambulatus. Okay. Okay. All right. In the spring of 1906, there appeared suddenly in the coast ranges of California an uncanny animal from the region of Isthmus. Isthmus? Is that how you say that? It's Isthmus, right? Isthmus, yeah. Okay, thank you. 
It is not a large beast. Whew. Well, no reason to be concerned. An isthmus, isthmus is a type of land. Yeah, it's a region of isthmus. Uh, so yeah. is that like... That's where he's from, basically. Okay. Yeah. Of the isthmus. Isthmus? How many times can I say that and not know how to say it? I'm guessing it's uh, the Baja Peninsula, maybe? Okay. Because that's, I believe, an yep. isthmus. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, coast range of California, so that would check out. Well, or no, I'm mis- I'm misremembering what that means. That's right. Doesn't matter though. Sure, it's like a land bridge. Got it. Well, don't be worried because it's not a large beast. Okay, but what it lacks in size, it makes up in meanness of disposition. Good. <laughs> Great. Positive. Yes. Yeah. None of the lumberjacks who have met a wind tosser on trail or tort road care to have the experience repeated. The Central American wind tosser is always looking for trouble or making it. Like this guy? Oh, yeah. Huge fan? So far. In fact, the beast seems to be constructed for the purpose of passing through unusual experiences. I don't like that, though. Don't know what that means. Passing through unusual experiences. Okay. Its head is fastened. Do I know how he's looking? Yeah. His head is fastened to its body by a swivel neck. Hmm. So is its short, tapering tail. And both can be spun around at the rate of a hundred revolutions a minute. Oh. So his head... I was going to say, that doesn't sound that weird when it's got like a swivel. Yeah. Like my neck swivels. Right. You can't spin it around a hundred times. You certainly cannot. Or how about your tail? I don't think you can get it around once. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, I guess the total numbers would be... Oh, I mean, well, you know, depends how much you force the issue, I guess. Getting real morbid there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, well, well. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, I was going to say I had to turn around. I Let's mean, find out. do I need to be around for it? Because. <laughs> Yikes. I guess you could get around more than once, yeah, but. I suppose. I mean. <laughs> I'll see you later, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. See you down the road. It's not going to work out. Um. The body is long and triangular with three complete sets of legs. This is a great convenience in an earthquake country. How, though? How is that going to help you in an earthquake, though? Well, you're more stable. Since the animal is not disturbed by any convulsions of the earth. Yeah, see? Makes sense, see? Shouldn't have doubted. Use your head. I I really should have. I mean, my head needs to be spun around a few times. Remember when I said a peninsula might be an isthmus? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's moving along. <laughs> it's a factual show with a lot of facts. Yeah. All right. If the floor suddenly becomes the ceiling, oh my God, we're all <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're done. Uh huh. If the floor suddenly becomes the ceiling, you're fucked, and so am I, and so is it. But no, maybe not. If the floor suddenly becomes the ceiling, it does not matter. For the wind tosser is always there with the legs. Its hair is bristled. So, like, it's the hairy Twinkie. It might be. <laughs> its hair is bristly and all slants forward at a sharp angle. It has been found that a cat's nine lives are as nothing to the one possessed by a wind tosser. So, like, nine cat lives are equal to one life of a wind tosser? And if the ceiling and the floor switch all of a sudden, you know what's going to survive that? The hairy Twinkie with ten legs. It's going to, I mean, three sets, right? We only saw one side of the the Twinkie, though. This animal may be shot, clubbed, or strung on a pike pole without stopping the wriggling, whirling motions, or the screams of rage. Oh, my God. All right. I want to read that again just because I I want to simmer with that sentence for a second. This animal may be shot, clubbed, or strung on a pike pole without stopping the wriggling, whirling motions, or the screams of rage. The only successful way of killing the beast is to poke it into a flume pipe so that all its feet strike the surface when it immediately starts to walk in three different directions at once and tears itself apart. What? (laughs) All right. Uh, 
John Gray of Anadar, Trinity County, California, knows where a pair of wind tossers live in some broken up country along Mad River. Hmm. And it is, in fact, the Harry Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances we would have got it? I mean, right? I mean, I mean, there's 18. One and 18. One and 18, right. And then, I mean, we picked the four. So, of the four there, was it going to. Man, mystery solved. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Okay. The Central American Wind Tosser. Okay, well then, why is why does that have bones around it? Is this rage? It's just angry. It's just the world. so mad. Yeah. So pissed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, and it's like it's like a yeah a triangular tube. Yeah, I don't really understand how it's going to tear itself into three different pieces, but well, like yeah, I, don't, I guess one side of its triangular body runs this way, one goes that way, and the other one goes. It's, it's, it's real messy, I guess. That's yeah. not okay. All right. Well, we've got another creature to talk about. It's our sure final do. creature, don't we? Page thirty-five. Page thirty-five. What is this critter? Page thirty-five is the agropelter. I like that. Sounds like he's going to be angry and throw things at people. Well. I just read the first little part of the first sentence, and then there's a comma, and I stopped myself because I have to read its Latin name first, of course. Okay. Anthrocephalus. Sounds very dinosaur-y. Anthrocephalus cranio fractens or fractiens? Fractens. Anthrocephalus cranio fractens. Yeah, it sounds pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Well... This is the only part I read when I my eyes glanced over here. Leading a vengeful existence. I'm like, all right, I'm bored. Yeah. Okay. okay. Resenting the intrusion of the logger. He's a creature of the earth. He doesn't want to be fucked with. Do not fuck with the agropelter. It's aggro? Yeah. Cool. And it pelts. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Leading a vengeful existence, resenting the intrusion of the logger, the agropelter deals misery to the lumberjack from Maine to Oregon. Ill fares the man who attempts to pass a hollow tree in which one of these creatures has taken up its temporary abode. The unfortunate is usually found smashed or pinned by a dead branch and as and reported as having been killed by a falling limb. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Clearly Dave did not just have a tree fall on him. He no. was attacked by the agropelter. Obviously. Naturally. The unfortunate is usually found smashed or pinned. I read that part. So unnerving is the aim of the agropelter that despite diligent search, I have been unable to locate more than one man who has been the target for one of their missiles and yet survived to describe the beast. So yeah, he's, he's l- launching limbs and logs and tree branches at everyone. Good. Being, he's going aggro. He's going aggro. He certainly is. This is Big Ol' Kittleson. Oh. That, that's a man's name. Good. It's a human man. Sounds like a big guy. Yeah, this is Big Ol' Kittleson, who upon a certain occasion, when cruising timber on the upper St. Croix, was knocked down by a partly rotten limb thrown by an agropelter. Good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, get out of here, man. This is my home. Yeah. This limb was so punky. How punky was that limb? So fucking punky. I was going to make Never mind. I'm not going to describe a punky limb. The limb was so punky that it shattered on Ole's head. Mm-hmm. And he had time to observe the rascally beast before it bounded from the tree and whisked off through the woods. All right. Well, he's the one man who saw it. So how did he describe it? Any guesses? Yeah. What does the agropelter look like? Based on just the fact that it can throw branches at you, because I've told you no other details. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I throw throws punky branches. Punky so branches, yeah. I'm gonna guess he looks pretty punky himself. He's got like mohawk sp- spikes, yeah. Yeah. Like a pst- I was gonna a give misfits t shirt. I was, I was gonna give the limb like a studded belt, but I thought that was dumb to say out loud. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. So that <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> but. The agropelter himself. Yeah, his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> ah, 
Oh man, yeah, but he's yeah, he's got his Misfits T-shirt. <laughs> he's got his stud belt. He's got his chain wallet. He's got spikes all over the place. <laughs> Whipping branches at guys in the woods. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> oh shoot! Ah, <clears throat> uh, according to Ol. Oh, so Big Ol Kittleson. His he's just his like first name is Ol. Not like Kittleson, it's just Ol. Okay. All right. According to Ol, the animal has a slender, wiry body. Okay. The villainous face of an ape and arms like muscular whiplashes. That might be one of the most descript, descript, um, yeah, descriptive you know, combination of words to describe something's arms I've ever heard. Arms like muscular whiplashes mm-hmm. with which it can snap off dead branches and hurl them through the air like shells from a six-inch gun. Like a, a fucking cannon? Like a cannon. <laughs> His arms are cannons. All right. The tree cannons. I like that. It is supposed to feed upon hoot owls and woodpeckers, but the scarcity of which will always prevent the agripelter from becoming numerous in any locality. Well, that's good. Yeah, so at least there's some control. Na- nature learned how to control this monster. Mm-hmm. It also sounds just like a baby Bigfoot or something. Well, he's got some crazy arms, and I don't, I don't have to turn the iPad in a weird direction. I mean, well, no, I mean, like th- I guess this would be a musk. Because like, what do you picture when you picture muscular whiplashes? Like, well, I, when I hear whiplash thrown in there, I guess it's a little bit more sinewy. Like, you're correct. Basically, like he's toned. He's uh-huh. not jacked. Yeah, because this is what this bastard. If you can see around the microphone, this is what this guy's up to. Oh, I, there's a pair of headphones right in the front of that. Yeah, that's what I figured. Oh, he's got very. Yeah, they're like like Dr. Seuss slender they're, arms. Yeah, they're like... I pictured like, you know... They're literally like whip arms. Right. There's no muscles on them at all. So imagine those things just spinning as he's whipping dead trees at people. I, I mean, mean, scary. Yeah, you can definitely get some, uh, some power behind it. Yeah, I don't like it. No. He's just chucking a log, too. Yeah, really, yeah, right. Look at that guy. That, guy's, that, that dumb idiot just die. walking there, that's smoking not, his pipe. That's not old Killison. This guy's not going to make it. No, he's, this guy's dead. he's toast. And look, he's got like a snarky grin on him, the agro-pelter. He's like, ah, fuck this guy. Yeah, this guy's going to die. Eat yeah. this log. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> oh, God, I'm just trying to think of, never mind. We don't need to, how many, what other things can he yell as he's trying to kill these guys? Just oi and hey, hey, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oi, hey, hey! <laughs> yeah. Let's four critters. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, let's, um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, maybe grab two numbers at random that you already have in your, like, next to you. Maybe we'll have two critters fight each other, and then, they'll, then the winners of these two battles will fight. Yeah? You, you, you really want to do that? Hell yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't want to do that. I don't know. Or is it all? Are they all just fighting each other? Which one? If they all competed, if they all were fighting each other, because we have the agripelter. All right. The uh, the snow guy is going to win all this. Well, because he'll just suck you down. Yeah. What was he called? The yeah, he was. The Snow Wasset. Snow Wasset. I was mixing him up with the Shagamaw. Yeah. I knew that wasn't right. Snow Wasset. Oh, yeah. He's taking the cake. He's eating all these dudes. Apex Predator right there. I mean, he knows how to live. Yeah. He doesn't need these legs to kill you. He's dragging you down to the depths of hell. Mm -hmm. Snow hell. Snow hell that runs red with the blood of his enemies. And his food. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Snow Wasset would totally, I mean, if he had to, he would even knock down the tree, I would assume, that the agropelter is on, and then just eat him, he's done. Yeah. And then the, uh, you know, the Shagamaw, again, big tough guy with his bare arms. Mm-hmm. But regardless of how, it's amazing how in the drawing he's walking on his. I want to see what it looks like when he's walking on his bare hands. Yeah, when I want he's to see face down. Yeah, this doing a handstand. Yeah, that's scary thing. And his hooves are probably just sit like this. Yeah, like this real, you know, again, good, good um wordplay 
on my behalf for a podcast. You know, like this, yeah. everybody, like like that, how that yeah. looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's not going to make it. And then that final, who was the uh, the third one again that we talked about? What was that guy? The uh, slide rock bolter. No, the bolt slide <laughs> hopper. I'm just going to keep saying yeah. that every time you ask yeah, me. Yeah, the bolt slide <laughs> hopper. Yeah. Yeah. The Central the American. slock bolter. Oh, my God. What was that one? <laughs> Yeah, the Central American Wind Tosser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the, the Twinkie. The Twinkie's getting eaten. Yeah, it's going to be delicious. All that cream filling inside. Yep. Done. Amazing. Maybe if he's lucky, he'll try to run away and it'll rip itself into a million pieces and he'll <laughs> <just> eat it. <laughs> Since that's the thing that can happen, well, that I was guess. easy. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, so of those fearsome critters, the Snow Wasset is a deadly beast. Yeah, piece of cake. Devours them. Yeah, I mean, there really is no competition, if being honest. Attacking from below. Mm-hmm. Polar bear graboid. Not great. No, not great. I like the uh, yeah. the fearsome critters. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. And there's more critters in here that we'll dive into eventually. Mm-hmm. What are they about? I mean, some are real scary. Some are real nonsense. I know. There's, I mean, just looking at some of these names that I want to ignore for now. Yeah, they're absurd. I mean, yeah. there's parts of ones that, you know, you could take it and be like, oh, well, that, that could have been this. But they just made it absurd. Like the agropelter. Some guy the getting a tree fall on him. Yeah. yeah. Or it could have been, I mean, people say Bigfoot, big feet. Yeah. Throw things. Yeah. You know, and they're in logging territory. That's true. You know, which is Bigfoot territory. Right. So why not? Why couldn't it have just have been a Bigfoot throwing something at him? Could have been. But instead they were like, nah, no, no, no. Ah, this guy, he's got whiplashes for arms and they're very muscular. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But it looks like a, a Bigfoot. Pretty close. It said whips for arms. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Sure. Sure. Big old guy that got hit by a log. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big old Kittleson. Yeah. And that guy just must have been a beast of a human. The log hits him. He's like, what? What is this? And the agropelter like freaks out. I was like, oh no, he didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's alive. And I'm an agropelter. That should have hurt. And the guy looks at him and he's like, I know exactly what you look at. I'm going to tell people about it. Because that's actually Big Old Kittleson, a r- real person who really saw something, just like the artist who drew that picture. Mm-hmm. They really saw the agropelter. Yep. That's what I've been told. So always believe what you read, right? No matter where it is or where you find it. I do. Yeah. Especially in a book from 1910 about fearsome critters. Yep. It's older. It's got to be factual, right? That's how it works. It's just like 1910 Facebook. It's just like 1910 Facebook, basically. <laughs> yeah. You can see the agropelter. You read that book? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought a tree fell in my yard. I think it was the agropelter. Mm-hmm. My kid fell down this... He sunk in this 12-foot snow drift. I bet it was the snow wasset. <laughs> he was all bloody. I think he just hit a rock down there. Nah, it was a snow wasset. Yep. Why is he still bleeding? That just happened. Take him to the doctor. No. No. The doctor's a snow wasset. Yeah, he is. I don't trust that guy. Yeah. I don't trust these fake doctors and their snow wassets. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, 1910 Facebook. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah. Dive into the fearsome critters, which is should be really a lifelong dive, but should as far be. as the book goes, there's a couple, uh, a quattro of uh, critters. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, some terror in the lumber woods. Yeah. Those lumberjacks, man. It's good stuff. I mean, I do wish, don't you wish you, at your just, you know, at your job, could just make up creatures that cause things to, well, I guess in a way, you know, people have made up creatures that work in those kind of establishments, making noises and stuff, or gremlins of types, messing with stuff, like different devices, where you may work. Where I work? Yeah. Like back in the day, like old, oh, yeah. back in the day, you know, the, mm-hmm. the little, like, gremlin types of creatures and what gremlins, here you go. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Kobolds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Maybe there's monsters in everybody's job. Look around. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it's the good things I hope for. What could make 2022 more exciting? Oh, monsters. there's monsters in everybody's job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. See, that's the kind of excitement I'm looking forward to, though. Right. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm like, eh, that doesn't sound fun. No. If monsters showed up at everybody's workplace... That'd be a good time. We're here. <laughs> yeah. The, con- the yeah. conjunction of the spheres. This, yeah. Whatever dimensions. 
the veil is ripped wide open. Yeah, and everybody gets monsters pouring <laughs> into their workplace. Here we go, and then you turn on the news, and like, I don't believe in monsters. Yeah. They just killed Phil. Ah, fuck it. Yep. All right, well. Yeah, I look forward to that's, that. that. Maybe that's on the horizon. But yeah, here's some critters. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Lumber All for Woods. it. Good book, Mr. Cox. It's a fun, fun dive down that, that lane. So, yeah, if any of you guys have seen monsters in your job, Besides the human monsters you deal with maybe every day or encounter. Or you hope for monsters at your job. You hope for monsters at your job. What monsters would you like to see at your job? Would you like to encounter a snow wasp at your job? The answer should be no. No, I don't want there to be snow at work. Oh, that's true. Luckily, they can't break through concrete if they're, hopefully. Yeah. I want a cool one that I can hang out with. Like a troll. Like a party monster? No, a troll. The party monster would be cool, too. <laughs> what if the troll's like, it's party time? That'd be super cool. I'd be very into that. Yeah, sentient enough you can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, like, I'm bored. You want to do troll stuff? It's like, yeah, man, I got this bridge over here. Yeah, let's go hang out over at that bridge. <laughs> here comes the billy goats. What are we doing today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, guys, but I mean, follow us on the socials, media. Socials, media, yep. Sure. Instagram, the Facebook, well, Instagram, um, patreon.com slash weird and feared. Support us as we, uh, you know, on our endeavors and listen to some behind the veils. And uh, just support us any way you can. Leave a review. We always love that. Yep. And then just, uh, you know, look out for those monsters in your job. Or any other time. That's we want to know about those too. Yeah. Any monsters, just let us know. Yeah. All right, guys. Stay spooky. Yeah. Stay spooky.